What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Verzi Effect Podcast Show. My name is Paul Verzi, and today is Tuesday, June 17th, 2014. You guys are listening to episode 164. Um, and uh, a lot to talk about, as a matter of fact, a lot to talk about today. Something that, um, oh man, I got an unacceptable that happened to me this afternoon, and uh, I don't know if I've ever been this angry before. So uh, buckle up for that for sure. Uh, And I'll get into that. I'm actually going to get into that early because I didn't even have friends to vent to today. I mean, I was calling people. I was texting some of my dear friends going, dude, I need you today just to listen to me vent. I got to get this shit off my chest. And uh, just for whatever reason, playing phone tag, not able to get anybody to, uh, you know, get in touch with me. And then we were doing stuff, uh, you know, doing stuff as a family today. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to use the podcast, use you guys as my listeners to, to let me get this shit off my chest. But I got an unacceptable few today that I, I just, oh, it was a, it was a rough one. But uh, I got also unacceptables from the fans. A lot of stuff to talk about, man. We got uh, sports, uh, soccer, which I really don't give a fuck about. It's going on in the in the uh, in the world. We have uh, the Spurs beating the Heat, dude. I called it. I'm going to talk about that. Um, so, a lot of stuff. Even saw a movie. So I'm going to be reviewing a movie which I saw. So we got a really good, full, packed out show. But of course, I have to have no choice. I have to start out by. Um, just talking about the weekend that was the all-in tour in um, New Brunswick, New Jersey at the Stress Factory, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and also uh, Sunday night, uh, Philadelphia at Helium Comedy Club. Um, Just an amazing weekend, and I got to tell you, in South Jersey, you know, New Brunswick, uh, June, uh, we knew going in that this is a really rough week. This is a week where a lot of people go down to the shore. People are, you know, everyone's going to the beach. Everybody's, you know, grilling, barbecuing, doing all that stuff, cookouts, and, and the weather is great. And we know anytime you're performing in South Jersey, the numbers could be bad. You know, um, none of us are regulars on a TV show, so it's basically just our stand-up our podcast appearances, some TV appearances here and there, and, and you know, and our own personal podcasts and stuff like that too. You know, people have, uh, some of us have, I know Joe Bartnick's got a couple, Lawhead's got his, Lawhead's Court, um, and but I can't thank you guys enough. Um, we didn't know how the numbers were going to turn out, people coming out, but, you know, um, Saturday night at the Stress Factory was great. It was so nice walking outside and seeing a line from the door all the way to the street. And it's a pretty long line. So um, it was just great, man. Uh, loyal fans, people that really wanted to see us there. Podcasts. I had regular podcast listeners there. Just so awesome. And uh, we had a blast. So thank you, everybody who came out there to New Brunswick. You know, I, I always shit on Jersey. I always say, uh, you know, I hate driving to Jersey. And I do. I, 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 It took me three and a half hours, two days in a row. Um, the only day that was easy was driving down there on Saturday, but you know, driving to Jersey, no matter what time you leave, whether you give you, it's a fucking nightmare all the time. It's just a nightmare. There's too many people on earth and we have these baby tunnel and bridges, these tiny two, three fucking lane bridges and tunnels to get from one state to the next. And it's next to such a big city and it takes fucking forever. It's a nightmare. So I, I hate it in that sense, but I tell you what, I do not hate those people in Jersey who came out to see us, and we're just amazing fans at the show. The All In Tour is definitely right now on all cylinders. Um, so thank you so much if you came out to Jersey. 
And, uh, yeah, I want to thank, uh, uh, Thomas Lewis for doing a, a couple of guest spots on Saturday. Ken Krantz, he came out. I definitely have to thank Jim Florentine. He just wanted to stop by and hang out and support, uh, shout out to Jim Florentine, the great Jim Florentine, man. I mean, is anybody better than that guy? That guy's the fucking best. And, um, you know, Florentine is, is, lives in Jersey and he knew we were there for the tour and he just, uh, showed up in the green room right before the, you know, the first show we went out to eat afterwards just having such a great time. So shout out to Jim Florentine, man. The guy's the best you could, uh, you know, obviously you guys know, just fucking put in Jim's podcast and Google and, you know, you could just listen to his epic, epic rants. I mean, the guys just rants at things better than anybody. Um, so that was great. And then, holy shit, I don't know what happened in Philadelphia. I don't know what the people that came out in Philadelphia took before they got in the room. But uh, Bartnick, Lawhead, and myself all agreed that out of all the shows we've ever done in all of the years, I truly don't know. If I've ever been a part of a, a crowd that was that into stand-up comedy and that into jokes, it was like a fu- it was it was like they were at a wrestling match. Like I didn't they were they were almost too good by far. And I have to say this, and and Philly's another city that I goof on a lot, and I did not expect this. And before this weekend, you know, Philly, this room wasn't one of my... I'm not going to sit here and lie. Helium in Philadelphia, you know, was never one of my favorite rooms. I did it a couple times. I thought it was fine. But, you know, I heard a lot of people saying, oh, it's a great room. It's a great room. From my experience, it was good. I had a decent time. But um, I got to tell you, out of the 20 shows, the Philadelphia uh, this past Sunday was our 20th show of this all-in tour that uh, Bill Burr's podcast is presenting and sponsoring. Um, So Philadelphia was the ninth city and the 20th show of us three doing this together all over the country and hands down, without a doubt, the best crowd. I'm not, not the biggest crowd, the best crowd of the tour. It was ridiculous. I mean, Burr was like, dude, I'm getting tweets, guys. This is great. Like people, I mean, it was word got out how insane that Philadelphia show was. Shout out to Pat House, who's a comedian from Philadelphia. He came and hosted the show. He crushed up top. Awesome job. Um, then Lawhead, myself, Bartnick, we just all had a blast. And wire to wire, the show was insane. But that crowd was on fucking fire. I mean, I have never been a part of something where like you just go into a joke and these people are locked in. I mean, it was awesome. It was awesome. So thank you. Um, Have I called you guys animals when it comes to sports? Yes. Have I said that some parts of Philadelphia look like a, a, you know, it's like a a public pool? Yes. I've talked shit about it sometimes. Yes. The people in Philadelphia who come out and are real comedy fans are awesome. And that is one of the best crowds I've ever been associated with. And the other guys said so too in our fucking careers. So thank you guys so much. That was ridiculous. I had some podcast listeners there. I had some loyal podcast fans there. As a matter of fact, I said I would shout one out. Ryan Keels, dude, came up to me after the show. was like, I listened to all the episodes, man. Can I take a picture with you? I said, yeah. I said, you know what, man? I'll shout you out on the podcast. He was like, oh, that would be great. 
And he kind of looked at me like, you're not going to. But uh, yes, I am, dude. So Ryan Keels, thank you so much. Thanks for the tweet. Thanks for the support. And I know there were people in New Brunswick. I didn't get their names, but people were coming up saying, hey, I listen to TV all the time. So um, again, it's real. I, I can't even stress enough how cool it is to be able to do the show on the podcast. And then what my livelihood is and what my business is, is doing stand up and having those people come and, and like real fans of listening to you just talk shit now come out and support you and your your career and your stand-up so uh that's the ultimate for me uh as you guys know so thank you so much and um you know if you guys see this all in tour guys i'm not saying this because i'm a part of it okay we did not know what to expect with this tour you know we really didn't we were um all hanging out we were talking about it and we were like I don't know if it was Bill Burr or one of us, one of us drinking. Well, we were all drinking when this came up. But somebody was like, man, you three, you know, man, what if you three did something together, man? It would be crazy. And we went out west and it was great. Now we did, you know, the east is great. But like the show, the show, guys, is insane. And um, I'm not even kidding. It's a three headliner show. We're all doing 25 to 30 minutes and it's just like it's a host and us three just coming out and you know and i mean it's been so much fun man these crowds are getting their you know the dicks kicked in and getting punched in the face all night long and loving it and um the reviews are really really good and people putting it together and helping us now are seeing how great of an idea it is so if you're one of the people that have been to a show thank you if you're somebody thinking about going we're at we're, we're looking for more dates we want to do some, some parts of you know uh the, the middle of the country, we want to go down south to Carolinas, Atlanta. We're working on a bunch of stuff and things are in the works. But I'm going to make a big announcement here on the podcast. And that is, now, you guys got to read between the lines here. Okay. There are rumors swirling uh, that, uh, well, it's not a rumor because people have announced it. But uh, there's no longer a rumor. Yes, we all will. All of us will be in Vegas not this weekend, but next weekend. So here's how this is going down, everybody. So if you're going to be in Vegas, if you're listening to this, whether you listen to my podcast, Lawheads, Bartnick's Two Podcasts, Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast, uh, any anything um, that you listen to, you'll know we are all going to be in Las Vegas together. Um, Bill is going to be there Friday, Saturday, and the next couple of days, I believe, we're coming in on Saturday because the all-in tour is there on Sunday. So this is what I can announce, okay? I can announce this, people. You non-dumb people, listen. If you are going to be in Vegas, okay, uh, I know that Bill Burr is at the Mirage, I believe. Yes, he's at the Mirage on the 27th and 28th. We come in, we're going to meet up our all-in tour with myself, Jason Lawhead, and Joe Bartnick will be performing at the Improv in Las Vegas, which is at the Harris Hotel and Casino on the 29th, that Sunday after Bill is over at the Mirage. And I don't know, you know, if, you know, if the rumors are true, but we heard that there might be a very, very special guest, wink, wink, coming to that show. 
Okay, so it is the Improv at Harris. Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast presents the all-in tour with Jason Lawhead, Paul Verzi, Joe Bartnick will be at the Improv at Harris June 29th, one night only, and we will all be in Vegas together for a few days. So, uh, I can promise you guys this. If you go and you buy your $30 tickets to this show, um, we're going to get the links now. This is all new. The links are going to be out. We're going to have the tickets. If you're going to be in Vegas, you like comedy, I promise you, it will be worth it. Okay? And I don't know who the special guest is now. <laughs> but I could tell you, it's going to be big. It's going to be a good one. So uh, come out to that. I usually do plugs at the end of the show, but I just wanted to put that out there. So uh, and I don't know. I don't know who the big special guest is going to be, but, you know. But I would I would definitely come out. So um, I just wanted to say that. We were having such a good time with this thing, man. I mean, it, it's just like we were talking and, and we were driving home from the show. And it's just like we're we're hanging out with like dear friends, you know, dear friend people that like these are my these are my friends that I could sit, drink, talk sports with, get into arguments with, but fun arguments that everything is great. Like these are guys I want to be around if I'm not working and I get to work with them. And I cannot tell you like we're laughing our asses off. You know, we going down to Helium in Philadelphia was so incredible because like we went to a deli and we're eating like sharp provolone cheese and like dried sausage like salami and cap all the the spicy shit and we're just eating it like 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 we're just like snacking on it on the way on the Jersey Turnpike we're like how great is this we're just talking shit we're talking sports we're going to a gig we're going to a, a tour that people are excited about we're making money doing what we love to do and you're hanging out with your friends and you know what it's actually showing on stage because we're just all going out there and just you know it's it's not like one of those tours like we do have different personalities like i mentioned before but it's not like um you know there's one guy that's like always fighting with the other guys or like two on one or you know it's it's not like that it's like we all are like brothers man and, and we're just having fun doing this and then it's like yeah man go out there and kick him in the dick and you too and great set and just having a good time testing each other so it's really a good show and i gotta tell you it's getting a lot of momentum and legs and we're probably going to be coming to different cities we're talking about alaska we're talking about utah we're talking about the dakotas so we want to like let this thing run i mean we all have our separate careers you know i'm headlining miami in august i got a bunch of things going on myself but um, when we can, man, we're putting this together and we're just running as friends and it, and it's great. So please check out the All In Tour. I can't even say enough about how, how great it's been and how much fun it's been. And Vegas, baby. Vegas, June 29th. The Improv at Harris Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas with a very, very special guest in town. Okay? Um, or showing up. You know? We'll, we'll, we'll show up. And maybe get on stage. I don't know. That those are just rumors I'm hearing. Okay, so there you go. Um, we uh, when we were in um, Philadelphia, we uh, we went to uh, Shake Shack to watch the. Um, we go to a bar, and me and Lawhead weren't drinking, and I had to drive. And it was a whiskey bar in Philadelphia that was really nice, but no TV. So Lawhead was so into the Spurs winning because his just his his. You know, he needs therapy with this LeBron James thing because he's from Cleveland. 
He was pacing around Shake Shack like he was waiting for fucking cancer results. I, I mean, I, I've never seen a guy with with no vested interest, just with just pure hatred in his heart, walking around. But he was so happy the Spurs were winning, he actually bought me a burger. And I got to tell you, the Shake Shack burger is good. Shake Shack makes a good burger, man. Place is great. No wonder why in the city, whenever you see a Shake Shack, it's always like packed and. We went in there like with an easy off time, and it was awesome. Awesome burger, and then we watched the Spurs win. I'll get into this whole sports thing after, but um, you know what, guys? I have to, uh, I'm going to do my unacceptable first, and I'm going to do it now. I'm not going to do the fan one first because I need to get this off my chest. I've needed to get this off my chest all day, okay? Um, This is as real as I could be. this rant may come across funny or not. It may just come across anger. Either way, I don't give a fuck on this one. So if this one comes across all as anger, guys, you got to give me a pass on this one because uh, this shit is real. It's fresh in my head. It happened today. Um, so I'll get into it right now. Um, today, my wife left work early because my son, who I um, love more than anything in the world, uh, my son, Lucas, um, he graduated or whatever and, and moved on from the... Um, from like preschool daycare and all that because in September he's going to be in um he's going to be going to kindergarten and everything you know getting on the bus and doing all that shit that you know that you know it's just that what they what they do and and you know it's a it's it is it's a big deal getting on the bus and not not having to just go to daycare and you know it, it's a little it's a bigger move for a kid and we we're so excited to go so you know uh, my mother-in-law showed up my sister showed up and what they did was they had this little ceremony at the daycare okay and i'm going to paint the picture it's a great little daycare center they do a great job um my son's been there since two we're thinking about putting my daughter in there and, you know, the teachers are really hands-on. You hear everything. They make, like, it's just a great environment. It's like like Fort Knox to get into. You literally got to, like, do a fingerprint scan to get your kid. Doors are locked. Like, it's safe. The reputation's impeccable. You know, we looked into it, and, and it's been a pleasure being there. And now my son is only, you know, a couple weeks away from being done. So we go to this thing, and what they've been working on with the kids has been this, like, little ceremony that they do. And they call it Moving Up Day. And moving up day is basically uh, the teachers every day, they all have like a little role and a saying, and then they play music. And it's basically like a little graduation ceremony with music and dancing. Each kid comes up and says something. And there's just like a long line of chairs that are probably, I don't know, 15, maybe 15 to 20 uh, kids. And, you know, they gave us like the little like, you know, like the little playbills and, and what what's going to happen and all that stuff. So we're waiting inside and then they're going to walk us into this room where they had all chairs lined up for the families, a small room. Now, this is what this is why it's important. You got to pay attention to this story. The room is actually I can't believe this shit happened. I swear to this fucking piece of shit. Um, the room which was probably, I would say, maybe like a, like a big classroom. That, that's how big the room was. Maybe actually even like, like an average size classroom, that, that what this room was. And um, what happened was we're walking in, and I walk in with my sister and my wife and, um, and, and, my, and my son. No, 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 I'm sorry. My, I'm sorry, I was going to say my daughter. But we walked in with my... Um, me, my wife, and my sister start walking in, and we go into like a row. Now, I would say each row maybe had like 10 or 12 chairs, 
lined up for the parents and just facing these like 15 seats, you know, where, where the kids are going to come in with the teachers. Uh, it was two little classrooms. One classroom had seven kids. One had like 10 or something like that or, or whatever, something like that. You know, one had eight, whatever. So we're walking in and uh, they tell us, oh, your son, he's on the right side. So you want to go to the right. So great. So we're walking in and my mother-in-law stays behind with my daughter. So as we're sitting, my wife says, save the seat next to you because my mom's coming. And, my, you know, she had my daughter. So I'm waiting there. And, you know, this is a, a nice day. All the parents are kind of excited. Um, I felt like a dick because I was dressed nice, but I had a Yankee hat on. And I asked my wife, I was like, is it right if I have this hat on? Like, it, I mean, there's a fucking daycare. And I did, but whatever. So um, I'm sitting there. I, I, we start going down to sit. And there's this woman, this fucking piece of shit woman. Is, but actually, I shouldn't even have called her a piece of shit because I'm already giving the story away. But yeah, something happened with me and a mother. So my wife says, can you just save the seat? So this woman's like looking around and she's got a bunch of kids with her and stuff. And she had a couple of the kids in the front and then I guess her husband next to her or whatever. But like at one point, it was just us three in my aisle and her kind of starting to sit next to me. So Stacy, my wife, says, Paul, just tell that woman we need that seat too. So I politely, politely, as respectfully as you could imagine, okay, I just say, I'm, I'm, we're in a classroom, we're in a little fucking kindergarten looking classroom with like little baby chairs that all these adults have to sit on, okay, and I just look at her and I go, oh, excuse me, ma'am, I go, oh, we're just waiting, we're just waiting, we need this, we're waiting for one more, and she, I swear to God, I'm not making this up, my sister and wife were next to me, so like this is one where like my sister thought it was more acceptable than I did, she literally like out loud with an attitude voice, like an attitude, she didn't say it nice, picture as cunty as you can picture, she goes, well I have six people in my family, so what should I do, like, like it was the most rude thing, and my wife just goes, really, wow, and then I snapped, and I almost, I mean it took everything I had inside of me, everything to not call this woman a fat cunt who clearly hates herself like I wanted to just be like ma'am listen I, it's not my fault that you don't like yourself I know you're and she, you know what it was people I'm not kidding around and I'm not trying to be fucking mean she deep in her eyes in her face the person that this was was just an angry unhappy fucking cunt and I swear to God, she was a fat mess. She was a monstrosity of an individual. You could tell she's like overly strict and you could tell she's selfish. She sucked at life. She's a piece of shit human being. And I just said to her, I go, ma'am, I'm not trying. She goes, well, I have six people in my family. So it's, and it was like a, like a fight at this with like when it's supposed to be a nice day with these beautiful little kids walking down the aisle and she's sitting there and I just go I'm not trying to be rude I just I just needed one seat I go Jesus like I actually said like Jesus like what the fuck is wrong with you and she just shut her mouth and she sat there and her husband sat there and shut her fucking mouth shut his mouth you know he he walked over and I swear to God, dude, I swear to God, my, my sister was two seats over and she's going, oh my God, I want to say something so bad. My wife is just like, wow. And I'm going, you fucking believe this shit? My son's about to walk into this classroom down the aisle with a smile on his face and I got to act happy, which I'm gonna, because it's my son. And don't get me wrong, two minutes after seeing my son walk in and smiling, I forgot about this fat pig, but I knew it was on the back burner. I knew it was on the back burner. I mean, I swear to God, it was the rudest thing. Her fucking fat gullet chin. She had one of those like ugly fat people, um, mean chins. Like she looked like a teacher the kids dreaded. 
you know, because she would just be like, oh my God. And the best part about her was she, everybody knew she had fucking these hips. She had this gigantic, gigantic ass that looked like it belonged in a fucking zoo animal. And then she was, her or the rest of her body was fat, but like her hips, she walked like she was a fucking back of a hip up, a pickup truck. She, I mean, I have a fucking bull up the street from me, okay, that has a better physique than this fat fucking piece of shit who should be eating slop and pulling a dog sled with her teeth next to a couple of fucking huskies, okay? This piece of shit is going to say that? Well, I have six people in my family. Yeah, well, I have four with me right now. Move the fuck over, you fucking monstrosity. Oh my God, dude. I swear to God, it was one of the, it's the most unacceptable that I've ever had, I've ever seen. I'm in a room of parents. People are happy. People are holding their cameras and people are holding their phones. All the teachers are coming in smiling. The kids are prepping to walk in a single file line down this thing, you know, to, to move on and stuff. And, and this lady, this, this unhappy, this unhappy fat mess. Okay. And I'm going to tell you something. Her kid was at a party once with my son. And my son was sitting there and the kid walked over and was like, I want to sit there. I was like, like really rude. And like my son just kind of stared at him and I see where he gets it. He gets it from this fat piece of shit that he calls a mother, this diabetic cunt who should have her fucking be chopped at the ankles. Unbelievable, unfucking believable and unacceptable. And I don't give a fuck if anybody listening to this knows who the fuck I'm talking about. I don't give a fuck. You don't do that shit. And the only reason why I didn't ruin that fucking ceremony is because I love my kids and I'm a, I'm a gentleman and I'm an adult. And thank God I could get on stage and thank God I have a podcast to talk about this shit. But I'm going to tell you something. If my children weren't involved and me and that fat fuck were there, I would have probably said something to make her go to therapy and I'd probably have to beat the fuck out of her husband if I had to. Fucking talk to me like that. And, and guys, I know it sounds, I don't know, some of you people are going, well, she just said she had six. No, 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 you don't understand what she did. She was like, well, I got six people in my face. Like, she was shaking her head. She was, like, annoyed and pissed off and, like, loud in a fucking, in a child's, I mean, it was ridiculous. I was so pissed off afterwards, and they, like, had, like, a little refreshment thing, and I didn't go near that fat pig. She probably snorted the fucking chocolate chip cookies with one fucking nostril, just threw down two dozen in her fucking right nostril, and, and, and you know, went, went in the car. Probably took some Milky Ways out of the glove box and shoved it to her kid's face, too fucking worst, man. I swear to God, it was the worst thing. I mean, I, I just could not believe. And my mother-in-law came and sat next to her and didn't know what happened. And we didn't tell her until after. But, um, you know, my mother-in-law was funny too, because my mother-in-law pushes buttons. So that lady was telling like her son that was on her lap, her baby son, like not to do something. And my mother-in-law was encouraging my daughter to do, to do it. Absolutely, man. I swear to God, guys, I'm talking to you guys right now as a friend. Like, if you're listening to this, like, wherever the fuck you are, I swear to you. Like, I, I was texting friends. I text Bill Burr. And I was like, dude, I need you today for five minutes to vent. You know, it's funny. I talked to Lawhead and I go, dude, something happened at my son's, you know, graduation ceremony today. I go, I go, I got to just, you, you don't have no idea what this fuck. And he goes, Verzi, he goes, I swear to God. He goes, this sounds like it's going to be so good. He goes, I have to see it live. He goes, I got to see the Verzi fucking movements and hand gestures and, and just face. He goes, but I mean, I want to buckle up for this one. I said, you better. You fucking better because I, I, this is going to sit with me for a month. In a, in a baby's classroom? 
And she had one of those, like, she had that look on her face. I'm trying to describe it the way I can. She had that look in her face that she just, like, ran a fat, angry house. Just, like, yelling, like, come on, get in here for dinner. What did I tell you? She looked like she somebody should have just fucked. She had the face where you, if you could, you'd want to take, like, an nfl size official football and wedge it in her mouth, and then when it was like halfway through and her fucking jaws were about to crack, you just fucking kicked it further and called her a cunt. That's what her face looked like with her fucking Chris Christie New Jersey gullet neck that she had too. Oh my God, ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. And then what sucked and what bothered me was it did take a second for when the ceremony started and she wouldn't look at me. I looked over at her a couple times just to just to see what she was doing, and like she wouldn't she wouldn't look. And my daughter started like to play with her baby's hands, and like you know they were talking, but it was just like I didn't. I, my body was tilted away from her. I didn't say another word to her. And and I really did say this because I remember I was on the podcast last time, and I was saying like, yeah, I'm gonna have a moment where an unacceptable happens, and you guys are gonna hear about something crazy happening. And I did say to her like after she did, I did kind of just fucking. I just kind of said, I go. Yeah, I just needed one seat. I wasn't trying to be, I just needed one seat. I go, Jesus. And when I think, when I said Jesus and my mom, and my, my mom, um, before my mother-in-law got there and, and she, she did what she said. And I go, I forgot what I said. I go, I'm not trying to be rude. I just needed an extra seat. I go, Jesus. I think between that and my wife saying, and her, her hearing my wife go, really? Wow. Or wow. Really? That like that happened. And my sister, like, it was like, so you were just like, you know what it was? She shut up after that, after I said Jesus and my wife said, wow, really? Because she realized that strangers caught her the way that she really is, which is just a fat fucking cunt, you know? And, and you know, I, I don't wish death upon anybody. I don't wish anybody bad will, but I mean, I hope she gets, you know, I hope she gets like the good diabetes and always suffers with weight and is unhappy with herself. Until she could fucking break down, go to therapy, and then fucking call everybody she's been a cunt to. But she'd probably be 85 years old by the time she was done those phone calls. So fuck her and the cookie she ate today. Fuck her. Okay? And her son who coming up to my son telling my son to get out of his seat or that's his seat. That's the way you were raised? Fuck you. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. And she, I swear to God, she had a fucking hurt, hurt ass and the dress that was draped over that fucking pickup truck ass of hers. You could have covered my fucking king size bed with it. You could have, fu- you could, I swear to you, you could have made a tent and let a Kenyan family in Africa live in it with this fucking bitch's bottom half of her outfit. Ugh, disgusting when she walked her fucking whole fucking torso shifted up in the air because her her, her regular human parts don't don't know what the fuck's going on when she's walking because organs aren't supposed to move like that but there's so much mass on her fat bones fucking ugly kids too fuck you unacceptable for the week was this fat pig at my son's at my son's uh graduation talking to me like that and saying that and me having to because what was I gonna do you know what I mean? What was I going to do? I'm just going to sit there while it's like my son had like my son was so excited. He dressed up. He had new jeans and sneakers and he had like a like a little short sleeve button down and a tie. He got a haircut yesterday, like all this shit. Like, what am I going to do? I'm going to be like because uh, what would have happened was nobody heard her be that much of a bitch. So what's going to happen is somebody's going to hear me say it and then I'm going to look like she's going to, you know, I'm going to say something further. And then she could have just said typical bullshit. What she would have said is, 
I just said I have six people in my family. He's the one cursing, and I would have looked like the fucking asshole. So what I did was I kept my fucking mouth shut, but I wasn't going to do that. I wasn't going to be the guy people going, wow, man, this guy comes to his son's thing. You don't do that. You know, so so out of respect for my family and everything like that, I did what I had to do. But I got to tell you something. My wife, me, and my sister were all biting our tongue. Oh, my God, dude. I, I swear to God. Like a, like a wild boar that should just been, somebody should jump out of a tree and just throw a stake in her neck. All right, that's my unacceptable for the week, everybody. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, kind of feel better. Kind of feel better that I know like a bunch of people are going to hear that. So I feel better. Um, all right, good. And there was a couple people sitting near me so nobody can know who I'm talking about. And even if they did, fuck them. Okay, anyways, let's do the fans. Let's go to the fans. <laughs> Woof. You know, this is, I'm, I'm telling you. I, I don't know what it is. As great and as fun as these unacceptables are, some of them could get you to the point where, like, I had somebody tell me, somebody was like, Verzi, I'm sitting at work right now, and your fucking unacceptables just got me so heated. Like, I had to, like, walk around. Uh, but but here, here, here we go. Ready? Uh, I'll get into this unacceptable here. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to charge this thing up, so I'm going to be right back. You guys won't know it. Hold on. All right, everybody, I'm back. Uh, just uh, was losing some juice there, so I had to charge something. And um, anyways, so yeah, I was going to go into the, uh, I'm going to go into the, the the fan unacceptables. But you know what? I, I just realized I'm not done with this bitch. I'm not done yet. Because here's another thing. What if I would have said to her, okay, what if I would have said to her, you know, hey, listen, there's no reason to be like that. You know, this is supposed to be a nice day. I was just telling you that somebody was coming. And, uh, you know, you really don't need to get like that, you know, today. If I said that to her, she would have, I think she was just, for her to behave the way that she behaved, I think it was just her being like, oh, whatever. I mean, I got, okay, like, that's how selfish, that's how fucking selfish this woman was that she, all she said was, like, if you think about her answer to me, it doesn't make any sense. She said, well, I have six people in my family. Yeah, okay, well then I have four, so I need one too, and we were in the row first. Move your fat ass over. You know, it's just like, it's just like, what do people think? And you could tell, like, the way she was, like, even watching the thing, like, making sure the kid, like, like to me, I just got the sense, like, she was, like, making sure the kid got it right. Like, she was just, dude, she was a beast. She must have been a fuck, I'm telling you something right now. She was a, she looked like a farmer. I would put her in a fucking cage and just throw her raw meat and tell her to shut up. Oh my God, that poor guy she's married to. That poor motherfucker. Oh my God, she's just, you know, she, I mean, because her, her face and eyes said it was all about her. You ever see somebody with their face and eyes? You just know they're like, oh, this person's fucking awful. Just awful. Look at her face. Look at her, look at her ears. Just look at somebody's fucking earlobe and be like, oh, she's a cunt by her fucking dumb eyes and face and stupid earlobes, you know? Oh, my God. She could, she'd probably like be like smell and not shower and still expect her husband to fuck her. That's the way she looked. All right, let's get into yours, everybody. Here we go. Got some good, uh, excuse me, got some good ones here. I got three good ones and then... Uh, and then what I'll do is, 
you know, because I got so many this week and the the unacceptables are growing and it's been like, you know, more and more with the unacceptables. So I can't, again, I can only keep it to like three to keep the show going and everything. But then I get some ones and I'm like, man, that's like an honorable mention. Those are so good. Like, I wish I could sit here and just do, um, I wish I could sit here and just do, you know, like fucking an hour of them because I mean people I mean some of them are so funny and just right up my alley it's just so great but uh I picked ones I definitely picked ones that uh, this week are like kind of my pet peeves in life and um so here we go first one is uh Chris Shady at the Twitter feed is at Shady Bird okay and he said drove called the doctor and was left on hold, and then decided to drive to the doctor's office on hold, okay, and he shows up, still on hold, listening to that music, and he sees like five employees just sitting there, nobody doing anything, and what he did was, which is awesome, is he left the phone with the music playing, with their music playing on the counter, so like in front of all the workers doing nothing, awesome, and completely unacceptable that you actually see dude that that's like what i love about this one is this dude actually was like all right i'm gonna see how this fucking plays out these people are being unacceptable and by the way that's a great unacceptable because you're on hold with the doctor and then there you find out they're doing nothing and you stayed on hold but the fact that you stayed on hold was like oh, i fucking gotta put this in the show that's awesome dude chris that is awesome good for you it's fucking unacceptable man it's like just you're just sitting around somebody's calling you know, you could be ready to fucking have like a fucking, something's going to pop in your arm or your head or whatever. And you feel like shit, you're calling the doctor or you got an appointment and it could, for something big. Maybe you need to change your appointment. And these people are sitting around there fucking talking about, you know, dancing with the stars. It's unbelievable, unacceptable. Great one. Great one. I love it. Next one, Daryl Harris. This was the first one I knew I was doing this week. Uh, Daryl Harris at... Daryl, D-A-R-R-Y-L-W, Harris Jr. So D-A-R-R-Y-L-W-H-A-R-R-I-S-J-R is the Twitter feed. Daryl Harris says, Parents offer to pick up your kid and then ask, and then ask for gas money when they return home. That is fucking I mean, that is probably one of the most just ridiculous. Like, I don't even know. I would love to see the look on your face. If somebody did that to me, I would hand them like an extra. I would give them money. Like, if they were like, yeah, man, can you, you think you throw me like 10 bucks? I'd throw them like 20 and just be like, don't ever fucking come near me again. Fuck out of here, you cheap piece of shit. Oh, my God. That is unacceptable. That's a great unacceptable. That's an unacceptable. You don't even need to talk about or discuss. You just hear it, and anybody who gets it and was raised right is just like, wow. So great one, Daryl. Thank you, man. That was awesome. And uh, this one, this one's been kind of a pet peeve of mine recently, and uh, it was just something where I read, and the timing was right for it, and uh, I agree with this 100%. This is Kevin Schull, uh, and the Twitter feed is at Kevin underscore Schull, S-H-U-L-L. Licking your fingers while sharing chips or snacks with somebody. Uh, I hate that, dude. I hate that because I was with a buddy recently and we were kind of picking at, um, we were just picking at, um, you know, you pick at fries or you pick at like potato chips and like I got a buddy kind of like licks his fingertips 
And he's a great friend of mine and everything, but he's kind of just like licks his fingertips and then like wipes it real quick. But you know there's definitely still some germs there. And like even though it's your friend, you want to be like, listen, dude, we're fucking sharing this thing. Have some, you know, I, I do think that's unacceptable because I'm a germ guy like that. And I hate that whole, I really do. I hate the whole feeling of, you know, just like, man, am I eating this guy's spit right now? You know, I went out with a buddy and he spits a lot and we were about to get like barbecue food and like he just spit and there was a little puddle of his spit on the table. And I was like, yeah, what is it? And he's like, I, I think it's, it might be my spit. And like, we, I just had to have the waiter come and clean it off, like, like wipe it, wipe it. Cause I'm just like, I'm just not good with shit like that. So if you're eating something, you know, I don't know. I just feel like uh, the whole mouth thing, and I told you guys earlier in the podcast, like I don't even, I can't like shake someone's hand and then take a piss because like, you know, if their hand was on something nasty and now it's on my dick, like, so I'm getting like, I don't know, the older I get, the weirder I'm getting with stuff like that, so th this one uh, was a great unacceptable. Don't lick your fingers or half-ass wipe when you're sharing food with somebody, it's disgusting and unacceptable. Thank you, Kevin Scholl. Um... And thank you for all the submissions, man. Like I said, I mean, I just get so many good ones. I get so many good ones that it's like, I wish I was doing 10 to 12 of these, you know. So, um, but I'll read some of these off. Uh, I'm going to just read a couple more off and, uh, you know, I'm not going to really talk about them, but I've just got to read them because, you know, these are what people are saying. This guy, Steven, Steven Red 80, at Steve, at Steve. TV Red 80 said, store assistants who put your receipt in the bag shopping while holding while holding out your hand. To, oh, yeah, he, he basically he held out his hand to get his receipt. They just threw it in the bag. I, I totally understand that frustration. Uh, <laughs> and you look like a dick because you're standing there because you clearly wanted to read something. Okay, uh, what else do we have here? Here we go. Um, let's see. Some people got a little mad at me for an opinion I had. By the way, I was on Bobby Kelly's podcast, uh, YKWD, that was out on Monday. So if uh, if you listen to that, it was good. It was a great one. There was a bunch of us on there. Kind of a heated moment between a couple of comedians that were on there, which I was sitting in the middle of. But, um, yeah, so you could check that out. But somebody talked shit about me on Twitter about it real quick. Just one person. but um, Christopher Mark wrote, uh, The Real... Roach, a whatever the the uh, at the real B R O C H said, and he took a picture of like a 350 pound woman. Okay, probably the cousin of this cunt I was sitting next to today. Says this monstrosity <laughs> buying. I think this is this tweet made me have the word monstrosity in my head. This monstrosity buying $400 worth of shit food on food stamps so taxpayers could pay for her kids to be fat too. That just made me laugh. Uh, what else do we have here? I'll go through a couple more of these, and then uh, I want to talk uh, sports and movies. Um, let's see here. Oh, that one I, I, I discussed. Yeah, let me see if there's a new one, and then that's it. Okay, uh, okay. Mike uh, Basil says, at, M, at mbasil35 says, brushing your teeth uh, in the work bathroom and leaving toothpaste in the sink. Fucking unacceptable, he says. Um, this is great. I love, I just love that. Like people are like, pay like paying attention to the unacceptables like this. Um, let's see. Is there any more? Oh, I think that that's it. I'm going to go through a couple more here and then we'll, don't worry guys. I'll definitely get to yours. I will definitely get to yours. Oh, this one was funny. This dude, Dan, 
uh, at D Naylor underscore designs D N A Y L O R underscore designs showed me a picture of a little U-Haul pickup truck with a pizza delivery sign on top of it. it says at Paul Verzi getting a pizza delivered in a fucking U-Haul truck unacceptable. That's another hilarious one. Uh, <laughs> so that's it guys. I'm going to keep, um, you know, I'm going to keep looking at them. And, and again, I'm, I get so many of them now, which I love because it, it just makes for such a fun part of the show. And to have the unacceptable grow like that, it's just, I can only get to a few, but please keep them coming and I'm, I'm going to definitely use them. Um, so thank you. That's unacceptable. That's my unacceptable. Your guys unacceptable. And, uh, we'll keep it moving from here. Hope everybody is enjoying the show so far. We're almost about 45 minutes in. Got to talk some sports. Got to talk some movies. We'll do some plugs, and uh, that'll be 164. See, that's how you know the show is going well. That's how you know I got a flow to this thing now. It took me a while. I'm not going to lie. I think my podcast started to get better at, like, episodes 60s and 70s when I really started to, you know. But, um, yeah, we're flowing. It's nice. We got a nice little thing going here. It's like a relationship that like we kind of just figured each other out and we like respect each other and now all of a sudden it's like it's just it's a beautiful thing. Fucking fat monster today is just driving me nuts still. Okay. Sports guys, here we go. I tried. I'm trying to watch soccer. I think the next night I'm off and America's playing. If that does happen anytime, I'm going to actually sit and give it the whole game and give it a final test. Okay, but I said on Twitter today, and it's true, it's like soccer is like the coleslaw of sports. You know, you try it, and you just keep trying it, but no matter what, it just still tastes like garbage and like shit. And I got to be honest, if you like coleslaw, it's, it's you. Something's wrong with you. I'm not talking about, oh, my mom's got some sick coleslaw thing where, like, it's spicy. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about straight-up regular coleslaw. Like, when you go to a diner and they give you a side of coleslaw and a pickle, the coleslaw is fucking disgusting. And if you've ever been to a dumpster and smelled garbage, I'm not even joking, it, there's a resemblance. Coleslaw is nasty. But anyway, soccer is like coleslaw. Because you're like, every year, you're like, fuck, man. Like, America doesn't like it that much. And then you're like, all right, man, I'll try to do it. I'll try to do it. And then you're like, no, it's still garbage. It still smells like shit. So I'm going to give it one more try and we'll see what happens. I don't know. It's just not really a, it's not really like a, I don't know. I think because I got into hockey right before this and hockey was like moving fast and like, you know, the playoffs were insane and I really didn't like to see the Rangers lose. It sucked. It, it really did suck. We were at the stress factory and they put the game on at the end and when it ricocheted off a of Lundquist's uh, pad and then went in, like even though I just started getting into it for the playoffs, it just bugged me, you know, because I am a New Yorker and I don't even know if I'm a New Yorker if I'd end up being a Ranger fan. I mean, I guess so, but like it just bugged me that, you know, I don't know. You don't want to see New York and the Garden lose. You know, when when you when you're the fans of the teams I'm the, I'm a fan of. But I think watching those series and watching how fast the the skaters go and you know the puck can go in at any time and it's just such a quick move and people are getting hit. And then like you go to the World Cup and it's like you know some dude is just sitting there. And he kicks it, and then he starts running down, and the other guy kicks it, and then, like, the field look. First of all, a soccer field, is it me or does a soccer field look like it's fucking eight football fields? A, a soccer field, these guys just run. It gets to the point where they just start, it look. It looks to me, even though I know they're running fast if you watch, sometimes it looks like they're just, like, jogging around, like, fucking kicking it. It just, it's forever. 
Oh my God, here's a funny story though. Uh, yesterday, I, had, I run into New York City yesterday and I'm running into the city and um, I guess America had beaten Ghana two to one. And I'm having trouble with my bank card. I don't know why, but it's one of those things where like I dumped in, like I dumped in a lot of money into my card and then I used it and they're like, go see cashier. That's the one thing about Jersey that's the best. They pump the gas for you. So I get out of the truck and I start going into, I, I go into this, this gas station and, and I, I want to get there. I got a spot. I got to be at Stand Up New York. I got a nine o'clock spot and it's already getting to the point where like, I'm not going to be late, but like if I don't leave, if like, if I, if like 15 minutes went by, it could come close and I don't like to be late ever from, for, for what I do for my business. So I go into this thing and of course there's a line and there's this little black dude in front of me in a red shirt and uh, he's talking to the lady from the mobile station and I think that he knows her and the way he's talking and she has her head down and she's basically ignoring him and what he's doing is he was so upset that Ghana lost. He was from Ghana and he had the accent and everything that he literally just, I guess the game had just ended and he needed to vent or talk to somebody. So he's in front. I, all I want to do is get gas. And this guy's going, oh, well, you know, I mean, yeah, you, America beat us. Or I don't know the accent. America beat, you know, whatever the fuck he's going. So what? We beat them twice already. You know, we're a little country. We're, we're a little country. And I just kind of smirk and then he looks at me and he goes, yeah, we beat you already before. We're a little country. And he's like looking for anybody. In the mobile, like this older woman fucking selling gas. She, she, I don't even know. She didn't even know what the fuck soccer is. And I'm sitting there, and I wanted to be like, dude, look, man. Like, I just got to put fucking 40 unleaded in my truck and get the fuck out of here. Like, I don't give a fuck about you or your mud-kicking shitty country, okay? Because that's what Ghana is. It's a fucking shithole. You know, I don't give a fuck what you guys in Ghana do. I don't give a fuck about Ghana. If a fucking storm took Ghana off the fucking map, I'd be like, man, I really suck. I hope nobody died, but, like, at least that shitty country's gone. I don't give a fuck. You know about your country. I I need to get gas and get the fuck out. That's what I need to do. So you he's looking around fucking people to argue. So I told that story on stage. I just get on stage and I'm like, yeah, this guy from Ghana was up, and I was like, nobody gives a fuck. Ghana's a shithole, and the crowd was cry quiet. And I go, really? I go, is anybody here from Ghana? And nobody said anything. So I go, yeah. What do you give a fuck? I go by round of applause. How many people in this room want to be in Ghana right now? And nobody clapped. And I go, yeah, exactly. It's a fucking shithole. So where the fuck were you when I... Or I said something like that and they all laughed. But, like, it was just funny that this guy... I, I do find it a little crazy how people are getting over this FIFA World Cup. Like, even in America, like, people are lining up in parks to win. I mean, I, it's just... I mean, it's almost, like, so slow that is it just for bragging rights? I, I just don't get it. It's almost like... I feel like people are so big that they could actually use it like like status it's like world status other than the, like a fun game because it doesn't look if you think it always stops people are always falling flopping so someone's always getting kind of hurt it's just slow it just takes forever and it's like there's no way you could I, I just think it's like more for like pride like yeah we beat them maybe i'm wrong maybe i need to go to a game i'm gonna give it i, I don't want to shit on it i really want to give it its fair shot but we'll see what happens we'll see what happens because i do want the u.s to win and i want to give it its fair shot so because when I was a kid and, like, we would play soccer around my grandmother's lot, we had a blast. It was a lot of fun. But this shit is just, like, you know, I mean, I, I, how am I going to get into, like, Algeria playing fuck? I don't give a fuck. And shame on those people in England, those fucking, you know, cursing out or, or saying racial slurs to one of the players on AC Milan, making a guy cry. I mean, dude, it's 2014, man. Like, can people stop that shit? 
Seriously, the English, fucking grow up. Grow up. Um, the Spurs beat the Heat, everybody. I called it. I called it in six. They ended up doing it in five. And when I watched that whole series, it was just clear to me and everybody now that they should have swept them. You know, the, the four foul shots that were missed by uh, back-to-back Parker missing two and then Duncan missing two late in the fourth quarter of game two is the only reason why Miami had a chance in that series. Miami only won that game by uh, two points. And uh, this was the largest margin of error. And apparently there was some beef with Wade and LeBron because Wade didn't contribute. I mean, Wade looked like he should be playing shuffleboard on a cruise ship. I mean, Wade's done. Wade's done, dude. Like, I mean, Wade has to be watched his minutes in the regular season already at this age, and then he looks the way he does in the big games. I mean, he's just, he's had it. Battier left. Uh, Ray Allen's going to decide to leave. Um, the reason why I predicted the the, you know, the Spurs to win is because they were better than they were last year. The Heat were worse than they were last year, and the Spurs had home court. And home home court didn't matter because Miami got fucking smoked by 20 back-to-back. Miami, all four games Miami lost was more than 15 points. 70 points, it's the largest margin of victory in, in the finals, in finals history. Uh, and, I, and I'm not going to lie, man. That game where uh, game four where they were up like 23 in the third. I saw the Heat walking down court. I knew their spirit was broken, and I knew that they basically said, we've given the Spurs our best punch, and they just fucking took it and said, whatever, bitch, let's go. It's over. Like, they knew it was over. And 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 again, so somebody said, LeBron quit at the end of the last game. He did. He took a shot. He took a three. He missed it. He walked to the—he walked. He walked down the bench, took himself out of the game. You just can't do that. Every time I try to defend this guy, you know, and it's a huge—listen, guys— I know a lot of people out there that you know support him and like him and stuff, and say, "Oh, his legs." LeBron James's legacy is tarnished. Period. Okay. He's two for four in finals, and you could and 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 that you know, and everybody knows what happened with the Spurs with Popovich taking Duncan out and Ray Allen bailing him out because he had fucking two turnovers at the end of that game in the last possession. He turned the ball over, like people said, like you could. He, he they were like, oh my god, if they didn't win, he would have had so much to answer to. Ray Allen bailed him out of that, but you know what? They did get the championship, so I guess you can't say you, you can't say anything about it. But um, I mean, Michael Jordan went six for six. How can you? You can't even compare him. You can't compare them. The Heat team is over. I really hope LeBron James goes back to Cleveland. You know, goes back to Cleveland, and it's not this TMZ LeBron James every day. He goes back to Cleveland. They get some surrounding people, and he wins a title or two with with his hometown, so all is good, and then his legacy will be better then. I I hope that happens for him, you know, but uh, this was an old-fashioned just fucking beatdown. Let me tell you something. Kawhi Leonard, I told a couple of buddies, I go, Kawhi Leonard, this guy is going to, this guy off the, this guy is, c- could change everything. If this guy plays like this, it's over. MVP of the league killed Ginobili, that dunk Ginobili had. Tim Duncan looked like he was 30 years old instead of almost 40 or whatever he is. I mean, it, it was, it was awesome to watch. The better team won. You know, the, the Heat, just all their perimeter shooting just died. You can't win with a perimeter shooting team like that. The year the Knicks were good, and I was excited. They were like twenty and six, and 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 it was because of all of their three point shooting. And then that shit, you go against a good team. Law had said something funny where he's like, "Dude, their defense, San Antonio's defense, looks like there's seven guys out there. They couldn't even get a shot off. It was really embarrassing. That was an embarrassment. That was an embarrassment. So, um, you know, what can you say? Good for the Spurs. Popovich is a great coach." 
Tim Duncan got his fifth ring. I mean, but Kawhi Leonard off the bench. Boris Diaw played good. That kid Patty Mills would come in for a tired Tony Parker. He's hitting threes. It was just it was just a massacre. I mean, that was a bloodbath. It really was. Um, so that's it for sports. I uh, I guess I guess now it's. I mean, these are the next couple of months are tough. This is World Cup and then uh, <laughs> World Cup baseball and then just waiting. Counting the days until the NFL and then the NBA start up again. And I'm going to get into hockey. So that's it for sports. Guys, I did see a movie this week. Okay. I saw a movie today. I took my son uh, to see the highly anticipated sequel to How to Train Your Dragon. How to Train Your Dragon 2. And I'm not even kidding. Forget kids movie. This movie was awesome. We saw it in 3D. Me and my wife. My sister stayed home. Baby sat for us. Me and my wife. Took our son after his graduation. We took him out to eat real quick. Um, I mean, he got spoiled. He did that. Then he got ice cream after his graduation. Then he went. For, we went for a little quick something to eat. And then we went to a movie. Got a bunch of candy at the movie. But How to Train Your Dragon 2 was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, 3D, like, um, it was just... And I know, actually... It's pretty crazy, but I know a couple of animators on the movie from DreamWorks, and next time I run into him, uh, I gotta say, I, I can't, like, there's a scene where, like, he's flying with his dragon, and, like, he's through the clouds, but then when he goes down, you could see the water, and they did this thing where, like, in 3D, where the dragon was just, like, spiraling down fast, and, like, you felt like you were on the dragon, and, like, the water was coming up, it was sick. It really was sick. Me and my wife looked at each other afterwards and go, how great was that movie? Great storyline, um, you know, great villain. Just the way the whole thing was, it was just such a good movie, man. I highly recommend it. Like, I'm not even kidding. Whether you like animated movies or not, this was really, really good. I didn't see the first one, and then I put it on the other day. I got it on demand, and we kind of half-assed watched it just to kind of get the gist of the story and stuff. And But this movie, you didn't need to see the first one, and it was just so good. It was so good, man. So, I mean, I, I felt like I walked out. I was like, oh, my God, that was worth every penny. The 3D part of it was awesome. And, um, you know, just the effects. And then there's some parts at the end where you get the chills because, like, it, I don't want to give anything away, but it's kind of all about how, like, the how to deal with the thing and, and loyalty and shit. It was great. It really was great. So if you were on the fence to take your kid to see it, and here's the thing. My son just turned five. He understood it completely, even like with the storyline. It's not like it doesn't have those parts that like a kid's going to freak out and be too scared. Um, just a great movie to take your kid to. It really was. Like if you, I mean, I would say like five or six should be the limit. Like I wouldn't take a two, three-year-old or whatever. But like if your kid is like five or six or seven or whatever, no brainer. You'll love it. They'll love it. It really was good. So, um, Verzi Effect gives that one the the definite yes, go see it, no doubt about it. Um, so that's uh, that's pretty much it. I uh, I know I spent a lot of time on the Unacceptables, everybody, but I had to get that one off the chest. Uh, I want to do some plugs right now. Um, I will be my uh, my website's being worked on tomorrow. We're we're doing some stuff with it. Just kind of not really like a facelift. It's staying the same, but just updating some dates, taking some stuff out. Some things are changing. Uh, so all that stuff will be on there. As far as me, local in New York City, um, Vegas was just added. So the ticket link is not ready yet. But again, I'm going to say this again. So pay attention. June 29th, Sunday night. It is the Sunday after Bill Burr. 
is at uh, Friday and Saturday at the Mirage. Then Sunday, the All In Tour. And uh, rumor has it there is a very, very special guest, Wink Wink, who is going to be getting on that stage, and uh, it's going to be pretty special. Uh, all of us, the whole crew, all the boys are in Vegas the same couple of days. So um, if you're around, if you have a friend going on vacation there, or if you're going to be on vacation there, um, I'm, putting my, I'm putting it out there. I'm going to say this one's worth it. This one's going to be, this one, I mean, the, what we did, uh, what us three have done in, uh, in all these clubs, people are leaving going, it's, it's, it's been great, and it really is, it's a, it's, it's a show is great, so, uh, and Vegas is going to be extra great and extra special, so um, it's worth the ticket price, I could assure you. Um, and then we will be at, uh, July, I will be at the stand and stand up New York and, um, you know, just local, my home clubs, uh, maybe some levity live dates waiting for that stuff. And, um, actually maybe even Gotham too. So I don't know. So it'll be a lot of maybe New York dates. Um, but as far as the tour, we will be, oh, another date was added too. We're going to be the 17th through the 19th. We're going to be at Laugh Boston. Uh, right in, um, right, right at the Western in Boston, Massachusetts, where the club is, is located. And then the next day, that Sunday, we are going to be at, uh, comics at Foxwoods Casino in Connecticut. So that's going to be, I think, either Thursday, Friday, Saturday in Boston, and then Sunday at Foxwoods. Uh, those dates will be up too. So please check all of these dates and, um, you know, go to the, the Twitter at Paul Verzi, V-I-R-Z-I. Thank you guys so much who came out again to the Stress Factory, to Helium, uh, you know, uh, Jason Lawhead, Joe Barnick, and myself. Uh, truly appreciate it. Keep the comments coming. And if you see me headlining, I'm going to be headlining um, some places. Or if you see me coming to your town, man, come out alone if you listen to the show. I appreciate it. I'll shout you out on the show. And I really do, um, again, once again, I'll say it again, you know, um, people always say to me and they've been saying, man, you really love your fans. You really love your podcast fans. You really love your fans that come out to see you. If you specifically come to a club to see me or you listen to my podcast and you're a supporter, man, like that is, I mean, I will shout you out, take a picture, you know, whatever, man, my album comes out, man, you know, all that stuff. I'd love to hook you up. I mean, that, that's what, you know that that's what this is all about because there's uh there's no me doing this if, if you guys aren't on the other end of it listening and shit so thank you again i appreciate it um fuck that bitch today i hope i hope i hope she threw up tonight i hope her dinner sucked and uh, and i love you all so um until episode 165 i am out of here verzi effect is out peace <laughs>